Welcome to Inspiring Salon Professionals, the podcast that allows every therapist, nail tech and stylist to level up, build their career and reach for their dreams. Each episode we'll be looking at a different area of the industry and along the way I'll be chatting with salon owners, industry leaders and experts who'll be sharing their stories on how they achieved their goals, made their successes, all to inspire you in your business and career. I'm Sue Davies, your host, award-winning salon owner and industry professional. Welcome to Inspiring Salon Professionals. Hi there and welcome to this week's Inspiring Salon Professionals. This week I'm going to be talking to you about white space and turning that into something far more precious and that is positive action space. Um, We are always inundated at this time of year in the salon industry with the dreaded white space. It's that time of year and it just starts creeping into the salon diary and there's so many reasons that this happens from people's changing spending habits as Christmas looms, whether they've been ill and poorly and we'll see this this year that Covid is on the increase again so we're going to get lots more last minute Covid cancellations and we should be prepared for that. Flu's also supposed to be, be making a big comeback and in Australia I know they've just come out there come out of their winter and they are um, telling the rest of the world to expect a bigger amount of flu. It may be just that they're having less holidays, less events and in today's world the worry over upcoming heating bills and the rising food costs are all reasons that we may start seeing more white space and it may even be more white space than we are used to at this time of year. We can see white space as a huge negative in our businesses and we can go down that rabbit hole of what is it you're getting wrong, why aren't clients booking, why are they cancelling, but instead of seeing this as a really big negative, what about if you just turn it on its head? If you have a team, the chances are you won't all be in white space at the same time. And so you should see the benefit that you are creating some kind of revenue. And if you're a solo professional, you have all the responsibility and all the jobs to make your business work. So this time can be a really great way to tick some of those jobs off the list. Whatever it is, and if you have any way of bringing in extra revenue via retail sales, or if you have a team and they can keep on bringing that money in, then you can see this as a positive to try and make the best of a situation that may take you by surprise on that day. You think you've got the best client ever that's made a three hour booking, but you know, life gets in the way sometimes and that perfect client who's booked out three hours of your time and you've got 150 pounds coming into your till that suddenly disappears that can be quite scary. But remember, if they rebook, you haven't lost that £150. It's still going to be there. It might just be in two days' time or a week's time. That revenue will still be there, just maybe not today. So this podcast isn't about trying to teach you to suck eggs. We all know there's loads of jobs that we could be doing. But recently, there have been a fair few what do you do with the white space threads that I've seen on social media. And so following on from a few responses that I've made, I thought I'd just share some of the ideas in a bigger place and a different place so that other salon owners and salon uh, businesses, employees, owners, whoever you are, we all have a responsibility to actually use the time that is given to us to the best advantage. To start with, we need to see the white space as something other than negative. It should perhaps really be seen as a gift, a bit like when the clocks go back and you gain an hour. Um, I'm recording this today on Sunday the 30th of October and the clocks did go back. I know I got an extra nice little hour in bed and that was what I did with my extra hour. I don't know what you did with yours. That extra time 
is a gift, you know, and I know it may not seem like it at the time. And if your salon owner boss asks you to do something you don't fancy doing, but remember, if you're an employee, it is your responsibility as an employee to do what is required within um, your role to make the business be the best it can. And that is a part of what you do as a therapist or as a stylist, um, as a nail tech, as a masseur, whatever role you have within this industry. And if you are employed, you are there to make sure that you promote that business as well as you possibly can. But I hear you cry. What about the fact that I've lost money? Um, if you notice white space, then you have an opportunity to remarket that space and sell it to another client. And sometimes you may not have enough time. Sometimes there may not be any takers, but then you get to utilize that time like the gift that it is and what I would call positive action space. We have an endless list of tasks that as salon professionals need to be carried out. And as a business owner, an employee, an employee, employer, receptionist, team leader, any other hat that we wear, we all have tasks that are in the any other duty section on our job spec. And this is a time when we bring these to the forefront of our salon time. We all have those jobs that we hate or even love that we put off and never get to do. Make this time, see the white space and think again. Remember, it may be that you love doing nail art and you never get to practice, or you saw an amazing cut um, in a magazine that you wanna have a go at doing. Whatever it is, this is a time, if you never get to expand your creativity, then use this time to do that and maybe enhance a skill, learn a new skill. Just check in on something that you were practicing three months ago that you've been so busy and you've never got back to. All of those little things, this is time to do it. So make the positive changes that you need to in that mindset to make this be an advantageous situation rather than, oh no, what am I going to do? positive action space is the way forward. Whether it's going to be cleaning the wax trolley to sparkly brilliance or checking the paintwork throughout the salon, we rarely get the opportunity to actually get our heads and our hands stuck into something that we quite often think, I'll do that in a minute, I'll do that in a minute. These are the kinds of tasks that often get a cursory glance and get deprioritized in favor of serving our clients, which is our first and foremost responsibility. But all of these other little things can make our client journey so much more special. So have you stopped to see what your client sees when they walk through the premises? I know when I go into another salon-based business, I do check things like paintwork, I do check for hygiene, dust, toilets, I check surface shines, all of those little things and anything that is not attended to tells me that the owner or the employees are not that fussed about how they present that business and it's as telling as when you get to the till and they don't try and rebook you. That is the biggest no-no to me and I really sadly just went to a new salon where I've just moved and... I didn't get asked to rebook. I had to ask to be patch tested. I even suggested that I rebook and I still didn't get rebooked. And it's so frustrating. All of those little details, I don't know whether I'm going to go back there or not. It's a really lovely salon, but I didn't get rebooked. I didn't even get asked to be rebooked. I didn't get anything. I had a you know great service and a really, you know, it was a really nice experience while I was there. But all of those details, you know, and we have to think that it isn't just about um those things that we ask and say to our clients but it's about how we present the business and if there had been dust and hair everywhere in that salon I really really wouldn't be going back but you know you really have to consider all of those things and just when you have this positive action space that's available to you 
you have an opportunity to make a difference to your next client's customer journey. And what are you going to do that's going to make that a more special experience for them? If you ask clients that go to top grade salons what their favoured elements are, you'll probably find that in the top comments, there will be comments surrounding cleanliness and the perfect decor of the establishment. And if you've got sticky wax pots, it possibly says two things. First, that you're super busy. Great, you must be really good. So don't have time. But second, you're not really that fussed about cleanliness. And as a client perspective, yuck. That's what it means to me as a client. That means what else, if that's what you're presenting to the public, what else is under the surface that I'm not seeing? So do think about how that works and have a little think about how positive action space can make that be a better outcome for you. So you can see how this positive action space can be a gift. Let's get some more ideas flowing on what you can use your gifted time for. So hygiene, how clean is your salon? All those things that we've just, I've just been mentioning, the wax pots, you know, is there hair on the floor if you're a hair salon? Maybe there's a little bit of tint that flicked somewhere and it needs to be painted over. That's the kind of thing that we're looking at. Look at your toilets. How clean are your toilets? I know when I was, um, my salon was up for salon of the year and we had mystery shoppers, they are tasked with checking your toilets. And I have to say, as a client, whether it's a restaurant, a hair salon, a beauty salon, wherever I go, if I go and visit like their WC and their facilities, you want it to be clean and hygienic looking because the last thing you want to do is sit down on a toilet that is a little bit grubby let's face it so check your forecourts and the approach to your business premises so whether it's in your garden and you've got a cabin just check you know have some plants some nice plants so that your clients get to walk past something nice if you've got a forecourt make sure it's not covered in weeds um check what your kitchen space looks like you know so somewhere that your staff may be making tea and coffee make sure that it looks nice and clean and sparkly if you've got a dispensary um if you've got workstations cupboards check all of those places look underneath them for dust get the white gloves out um test your door tops and under your cupboards and make sure that you are clean and hygienic you can also look at your social media use positive action space as an opportunity to source resources like memes and gifts articles blogs that you can share with your platforms maybe think about trying to get a schedule put in so that you can do a whole week or a whole month's worth of posts when you get some downtime just keep building you know start getting a library together of all these things so the next time you've got a little bit of positive action space you might have collected all of the resources and now you've got time to post them on business suite and you can get that put across a couple of platforms and that will save you so much time next time you're busy and run off your feet and you haven't done your social media posting you might be able to find five minutes just to quickly grab a couple of those resources from your library and get that information put out there if you love going live then maybe just go live on facebook or on instagram and share some information about a product that you love and how it's going to benefit your clients that need to have that product in their life talk about a different treatment that you may not do that much of to tell people that you do it you know we i know when i have my salon there was so many things on our list that we never used to do that much. And if you actually start talking about those treatments, quite often clients will book. You know, I mean, I know that that wonderful experience of a client coming out of the treatment room, having just had 
uh, say one of the things that people always used to come out just going mad over was they'd had whatever massage or whatever facial and they'd come out and they'd be looking so relaxed and the other clients in the front end of the salon having their nails done would quite often be what she had done and when you start saying oh she had a lava shell massage or she had this facial or she had this massage then that quite often starts triggering people into thinking about what else they can have done themselves and they want to look like that person that's just come out looking so relaxed or with their skin glowing and looking healthy and beautiful and basically if you can get onto Facebook or Instagram and start telling people about how these amazing services are then you are again more likely to start creating appointments being made which brings you revenue and brings the business revenue and helps all of us stay in jobs. Now, looking at offers, always one to be careful with is there's only so many last minute offers and discounts that you can do when you have an abundance of white space. And I know at this time of the year, there can be so many points when people, when the flu bug starts going around or, um, you know, quite often you get like the winter sickness bugs and things and it does seem to go around. And if you've got a group of clients that all know each other or kids all go to school together, you can find that you can get a whole block of clients that suddenly just disappear while they're either looking after their children or looking down the inside of a toilet themselves. So um, you do need to be careful and just not always jump to the last minute 20% off kind of scenario because that isn't always helpful. Sometimes it's brilliant because people just snap onto it and they'll just go, yeah, I can do that today. I've got 10 minutes to make that book in and I've got an hour later today that I can go and have my nails done or go and have a cut and blow dry, whatever it is that you're offering. So with positive action space gifted to you, the time is now to be more creative and get you and or your team thinking outside the box. How can you sell that space to those that would benefit? Maybe create a unique offer that isn't going to get repeated. Take a basic bread and butter treatment that your clients love, like having their nails done, having a facial, having a cut and blow dry, and Add elements and value to it to make it slightly different and to create more demand. If it's scarce, there's going to be more demand. Um, add an eye mask, add a hand massage, conditioning treatment, scalp massage. Add something that creates a ritual. You know, people love that word and it's a really great marketing tool. Um, or maybe just add a few of these things. You know, you could add like a nice foot massage and a scalp massage and an eye mask to a facial. And all of a sudden you've got something that takes it to an experience rather than just a facial. And if those experiences are a price that is attractive, then they're getting all that extra stuff done quite often with only little tweaks needed to the timing and hopefully without too large a cost element because a lot of like little eye masks and stuff you can pick up at the wholesalers and you can usually pick those up for not too much money. Hopefully you won't have to spend more than about five to 10 pounds. But if you can factor that in and make sure that you price it so you're still making profit, then all is good. Adding a 10 minute back massage to a facial at the beginning just adds a touch of luxury it helps them relax and if you add an eye or lip mask into that then you are creating a luxury experience that is different perhaps to what you would normally offer you can add collagen gloves and foot um, masks all kinds of things that don't really take away from the time you know whilst your client is relaxing with their face mask on you can do a mini scalp massage which most of us would probably do anyway but you could you know be, you could add in something like a little foot mask and a little foot massage you know those things are there for whilst the face mask is doing its job 
And you can throw little bits like that in that create something that's a unique experience that they're not going to get that exact experience again, maybe for another year, maybe for even two years, because it might be that you're going to use this beautiful lavender and mint foot mask this time, but you might not use that again. You Next time you do it, it might be strawberries and cream or whatever you know, seasonal thing you're going to go for that time. But all of these little elements, and when you sit down and you have that positive action space available to you, you know, you can sit creating experiences like this. So you've got everything in reserve so that next time you can see that you've got some um, white space that's going to be heading your way that you're not getting the bookings or someone's cancelled three days in advance and no one else is booking. You know, you've got these offers up your sleeve so that you can put them out is as a great last minute opportunity for somebody, but without that necessarily heavy discounting that quite often happens. I used to run a treatment of the month in my salon when I had my salon, and we would always get lots of extra bookings for these services. So planning your treatments of the month, they were always a little bit different. Like I've been saying, something that isn't on the list and you add things, you know, create, you know, a spray tan, have an exfoliation before your spray tan, especially if you've got spa facilities, you know, all of those little things can really, really help to sell extra services to your clients and the clients in my salon always loved it you know they would look out for those different treatments that were going to be coming and and especially when they came to an end sometimes they'd be begging me to just extend it for another couple of days because they'd missed out they'd been on holiday or whatever and they hadn't seen it they hadn't been in the salon and they hadn't picked up their email when they should have done and all those different reasons but if you can leave them wanting more then that is sign of a successful offer And if you've got those banked up, use the time Positive Action Space gives you to create those offers so you have them on hand, ready to go at any time. Now we're going to look at client experience tasks. This may work better in team environments, but it isn't impossible for solo businesses to look at this. Take a journey through your client experience, whether that is them booking online, whether it's them making phone calls into the salon to book a treatment, Whatever it is, start where your client journey starts. Maybe even how they find you. Look at your online shop window. Look at your real shop window if you have a shop window. But anywhere that is your client's first point of contact with you is effectively what I would call your shop window. And that may be on Google. It may be on Facebook. It may be on Instagram. It may be a physical premises. It could be an advert in a newspaper, whatever it is that is someone's first contact with you is your shop window, is your opportunity to tell them how amazing your salon is. So if you have a team, get team members to call the salon number to book a treatment and report back on their findings. How easy is it? How does that person sound when they pick up the phone? Do they answer the phone professionally. Now, this was always a real bugbear of mine in my business. My salon was called Gorgeous Down and Beauty Emporium. And we made a very deliberate decision from early on that we were never going to answer the phone saying hello, gorgeous, because we didn't, although we had a bit of a chuckle about it before we opened and um, before everything kicked off, I, I did think, oh yeah, maybe we'll do that. It'd be quite funny. But I also considered that that wouldn't necessarily always sound that professional. And so I was a real stickler for having to answer the phone with good morning, gorgeous down beauty emporium. How may I help you or how may we help you? Because I've come from a customer service background. And to me, that is really important. You need to greet 
say who you are and what you can, how can you help that person? That's what I have been taught over all of my years in customer service. Now, I've listened to a lot of mystery shop calls when I've been judging different awards. And let me tell you, not every salon answers the phone with that level of professionalism. So this is a time to kind of think about how that works in your business. Do you answer the phone as hello, yeah, what do you want? Or do you answer it as good afternoon, this is Sue's salon and how may I help you today? You know, those different ways of answering the phone tell a client everything about who you are. So if your team aren't singing from the same song sheet or you are just not answering the phone, just going, yeah, what you know, what do you want effectively? Because I have heard mystery shops that aren't that far off of that level of customer service. Think about it. So all of these little things that people hear when they answer the phone if there's music is too loud in the background if there's people shouting in the background you know or if you're going to do this you really really need to pay attention to all of those details because some of those things may put a lot of customers off or it might make them you know if there's like loud club music playing in the background that may be just what that 22 year old clubbing kind of client really wants to hear and for her that may be the thing that makes her want to book but I know for me, as much as I don't mind a bit of club music, it isn't necessarily what I want to listen to when I'm going to have my nails done or going to have a facial done. I don't want to hear that outside the room. So all of those messages that come across on that initial phone call can be the, be the make or break of that client booking with you. So having positive action space to check how that all plays out is really, really important. Also, role play treatments by having one team member um, be the client and another doing the treatment and report back on everything from the arrival to departure. Literally go outside the salon and walk back, walk back in and be greeted by your fellow therapist stylist who is going to take you through that treatment. Check for things like how they deal with you. Do they let you walk first? Do they walk first? Do they offer to take your coat? Do they explain to you what's going to be done? Do they explain to you the benefits of the products that they're using? Do they try and upsell to you? What is their touch like? If they're doing a, a facial or a massage on you, what is their touch like? If they're doing a tint treatment, you know, how does it feel around um, your eyes or your brows whilst they're doing it? Is there anything they're doing whilst they're waiting for that to happen? Are they chatting to you? Would you rather they didn't chat to you? All of those things is now you know look at it from the customer perspective because we don't often get that much time to look at these things and review them so just take the opportunity to make sure that they're giving you aftercare that when they take you to the till and literally go through how you normally do the payment and go through that rebooking procedure start normalizing rebooking so many places do not rebook you and this is the biggest way to avoid white space because white space is often created by us just by the fact that we don't rebook and we leave it up to our customers and our clients to rebook online later when they get home and they've been interrupted by the kids or the husband or their partner or their mum or whoever it may be that stops that thought process from them booking and all of a sudden six weeks go past and they haven't booked in to do the treatment they should have booked in for at three weeks. So just go through those processes and see how your customer experience 
runs. See that client journey and understand that if the experience doesn't match the expectation that you have had drilled into you by the salon owner of this is what it should look like and this is how I want my clients being served, if it doesn't fit that, there will be tweaks that can be made and doing tasks like this um, within positive action space gifted time can make the difference to that client rebooking or being the creator of the next piece of white space. Marketing. Use positive action space as an opportunity to get the business name out there. If you haven't seen a certain client for a while or they keep cancelling, give them a call and just check in with them. You know, it's sometimes it's just that they've forgotten that they've been really busy and they haven't had chance to book in. Um, but you can also, if you've created that amazing client offer, you can tell them all about it and why they can't possibly miss out on it. All of these things where we get back in touch with people makes them feel validated. It makes them feel more special. And if you can't bring yourself to make it as a phone call, because I know that can be a little bit daunting, then text them or as a last port of call, email them. There are so many ways that you can get in touch with people through social media, through email, through calls, through texts, through broadcasting on WhatsApp. There's so many different ways you can do this nowadays. And this is the time. If you haven't seen someone for a few weeks, they've gone beyond a time when they would normally would have come back in for their regular treatment, give them a nudge. This is one of the reasons that people don't book because they don't get nudged. It might be that you just need to email all absent clients that haven't been in for the last three months or six months to win them back. You know, I know when I had my salon, we would quite often send out emails and like, yeah, you might send out an email to, I don't know, say 200 people. But if you get two of those people to book in, then that's got to be a win. You know, the email only takes, you know, 10 minutes to write and it will hit so many people. You can't necessarily phone 200 people in half an hour, but you can create an email that goes out and hits, you know, 200 people and you might get two people booked. You might get 10 people. You might get 20 people, depending on what it is that you talk to them about. So this is why calling and texting might be a better option because you're probably going to get a higher conversion rate um, and it's more personal and it's far less likely to be scrolled by than an email. Email, we all know, you know, I'm in my email at the moment. I think, I dread to think how many are actually in there. But I think at the moment in one of my email accounts, I've got about 500 and something unread emails. And most of them I've kind of seen, but I haven't done anything about. And we all have a tendency to do that. You know, we have to be honest, there's very few of us that have got an empty email inbox. Um, I do know that there are a few people that do just like, you know, face palm and shake their heads at me when they see mine. And I've only got a few hundred. I mean, I know I've seen people that have got over 10,000 unread emails. And if you've got clients like that on your client list, sending an email isn't going to have the same impact. If you send them a text, we are so much more reactive to text. We are also quite reactive if you get a personal call from somebody. Although, you know, it, that may not be so much for me. If it's a caller I don't know, a caller ID that I don't know, then I may be less likely to answer it at that point. But you could leave them a message and just say, you know, hi, it's just Sue from Exalon. And we're just calling to say, hi, how are you? And would you like to book in for this month's offer? We've created this must-have offer. It's only X amount of pounds and you're going to get an hour's absolute divine relaxation if you book. 
I already want a book and I'm just talking about it. You could also use this time just to look through your local press magazines, local Facebook groups. Just see if there's anywhere new that you can share your amazing offers when you have them. You could also look at um, something like Canva. You know, we I assume, which is wrong, but I, I generally assume that everybody knows about Canva, but not everybody knows about Canva. It's the one of the most wonderful tools that as a business owner we have. And they have this great thing called templates. And in there, you can do a search for so many different things. Anything that you want to create, sell on advert. Just type it in and see what comes up. Because they someone somewhere, some graphic designer somewhere, love them. And I just bow down to graphic designers because they really do an amazing job. But someone somewhere will have created a generic salon advert that you can go, actually, I really like the look of that. But if that was in my salon colours, you can go and change it to your salon colours. You can put your logos on. You can slightly tweak things. And if you haven't become a Canva um, intermediate level person yet, then go and get on there and get into Canva, get a member of your team onto Canva and if you don't have a mem- you don't have any members of staff, get on there yourself and have a play. It is an amazing tool that you can create everything from social media posts to websites to logos to PDFs and brochures and so many different things that you can do on Canva. So spend some time doing something like that. It will be an investment in your business. So that's just a few ideas, but I'm telling you now, watch this space because I've been having creative juices flowing with this and there's going to be something quite special coming soon. And if you want to know more about positive action space and planning for your business's future, then do drop me an email at welcome at suedavies.org and register your interest because I'm going to be creating something that's going to take the pressure out of white space and will give you something to do always. It is in the making. It's going to take me a little while to get it finalised and tweaked, but I am going to be looking for a couple of beta salons to help me do that. So if you are interested and would like to be one of, I'm probably going to take three, maybe four beta salons. I've already got a couple on my list. So if you want to be one of them, then give me a shout and let me know. Welcome at suedavies.org or just message me on Facebook or on Instagram, but get in there and be one of the first people to get your hands on what I'm about to create. So that is going to be Something that's going to be coming soon is for all business owners and employees, and it will help turn the dreaded white space into positive action space. That's it for this week. And thank you so much for listening. Please, as always, remember to like and share this on Facebook when you see my posts. And I'm also now trying to get a bit better at posting on LinkedIn as well. Um, So do please subscribe and share with your friends. And if you're on Apple, please do leave a review. I hope that you enjoy what you hear and I will speak to you soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Inspiring Salon Professionals. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe, leave a review and share with fellow industry professionals that you think may enjoy the show. Links and further information can be found on the show notes or on my website, www.suedavies.org. 
Here you can also find some downloadable free guides that you may find of use. You can also hear from me and join the inspiring Salon Professionals community on my Facebook group. Thanks again and see you next time. Bye for now.